Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Road, the podcast. This is episode 142. It is another new release as streaming services are providing more content. There was a lot of movies. I watched a couple new movies this week. But yeah, we are talking about... Did I say the name of the movie? The film is Palm Springs. Uh, it stars and was produced by Andy Samberg and The Lonely Island. It was not directed by any of them, though. I don't have that information up. Ma- Max Barbacow. Okay. That guy. Did he write it, too? Or was it no, it was, it was written by Andy Ciara, who okay. is known for his films Grill Dog and <laughs> The Duke. Based on the memoir, I'm the Duke by J.P. Duke. Okay. The film stars the aforementioned Sandberg, uh, Kristen Milotti, J.K. Simmons, Peter Gallagher, Meredith Hagner, Tyler Hoxlin. I have to mention him for Lauren. Mm. We're ba- as well <laughs> as me? Camilla Mendes. He's never looked better than he has in, uh, whatchamacallit, though. In a Superman suit? <laughs> No, 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 Final no. Fantasy VII. He looked look really Richard good. Richard Linklater movie. Oh, he looks really good in Teen Wolf. Everybody wants some. I think he has some facial hair in that movie. It makes him look less baby faced. Good movie. Go watch it. But um, yeah. So if Lauren's being very uh, spoiler protective, so <laughs> we can't even really talk about the movie. So we're gonna do this real quick. Would you recommend somebody watches Palm Springs and give us a couple adjectives why? Uh, oh, I guess I can go first since I'm already talking. Um, yes, you should watch Palm Springs. I I wish it would have got into. I th- wish it would have got a little deeper into something. <laughs> it it kind of presents a lot of things, but doesn't go all the way. I feel like, but everybody's really good, and there's some really great comedy bits sprinkled throughout, and everybody's good in it. But I just at the end, I felt like it was a little bit surface for me, but easily. Yes, watch, recommend it. It's it's an easy, fun watch. I would say, now my top rated movie of the year right now is only Emma with four out of five stars, but I would say this is at least tied with that as my favorite movie of the year. It's hilarious. It made me think about things that I've never thought about before with a movie in this context that I can't elaborate on right Interesting. now. Interesting. But um, I don't know. I really, I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's watched the movie twice. What did he think? Yeah, it's my favorite, huh, it is my favorite movie of the year. <laughs> Would you say it was better on a repeat, Ben? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just like I'm not a huge romantic comedy guy. Like I'll enjoy them, but I don't love them most of the time. This is probably my favorite romantic comedy that I've seen. The cast is so good. Does some really cool stuff with some stuff that's been done before, but not. It plays in a different, a very different way, which I really appreciate, and I think is. This movie's strength and the cast is just, oh my god, so good. Yeah, when the crux of this movie was revealed, I like heavily groaned to myself because I didn't want to watch the movie <laughs> anymore. But then it like kind of took it in a way where I was like, okay, I'm good with it again. Yeah. But. And I mean, J.K. Simmons is, I mean, like for time versus like effect, holy <laughs> shit. John, what'd you think of the movie? Yeah, I think, I mean, you guys kind of summed it up uh, perfectly. This is. This this treads on subject matter that's been done before, and similar to Lauren, I was very skeptical of watching another, I don't want to say like the original movie, but a, like another repeat of that. But I think the strengths of this movie is one, thematically, I think it explores some philosophical elements a little bit more than its predecessors. I disagree. 
I mean, previous movies have definitely never and, uh, made me think about ethics before. <laughs> and I think I think this does a better job of like showing the effect and the growth of the characters during this thing. I'd also disagree. Let's get to the, <laughs> to the way so we can. I talk would about say it. there's a more overt kind of exploration of nihilism in this in this film than I've seen previously. Nihilism. <laughs> Thematically, I think it's I think it's awesome, and also I expected this movie to be based on the trailer, which I did watch, which I probably shouldn't have, but I didn't I think it took. To. A, I didn't think it took away from it. But I expected this movie to be strictly from one of the characters' perspectives. And so the fact that it spent maybe equal time with both and made... Disagree on that statement, too. Or it built up an appreciation from the point of view of both characters, I thought was very smartly done and expertly done as well. So four thumbs up. We're going to get into spoilers. And, Four um, thumbs up with a lot of interjections from Zach on what we think of the movie. <laughs> it seems like three thumbs are really high up, and then one yeah, thumb is I, I like, definitely yeah. one's like a thumbs up with like a does. weird mutated thumb coming off the side, pointing in the wrong direction. <laughs> but if Lauren said she's four, I'm at three and a half, so it's not that big of a difference, I guess. But we we do have to have slightly different scales. I yeah, Ben like. Ben gave this a four and a half. I'm not going to go that far. It's probably one of the better films I've seen of 2020. I haven't seen a lot in 2020, <laughs> mind you. Is but, this like your your third? <laughs> uh, I was just about to bring up my letterbox, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the last few movies I've seen are like Desperados, Wasp Network, and The Grudge. This one looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also the acting, I should say, the acting, the, the performances by Andy Sandberg and Kristen Milioti are great and awesome. And yeah. what you would expect from Andy Sandberg and Kristen Miotti is, to this day, probably one of the most underutilized actresses in Hollywood. She's been working. I don't know what you're worrying about. Go watch Palm Springs. You can do that on Hulu. Um, I don't think it's going to be available anywhere else. Check your Spotify account. You might have for Hulu for free and don't <laughs> even know it. Also, Ben, you were making the joke that this was my sixth or my third film in 2020. It's my sixth. Thank <laughs> you very much. So it's like I was feeling bad that I finally hit 20 2020 movies. <laughs> Zach, where are, the low where 20s. are you at? You're at the low. I'm, okay. I think low 20s, 23 or four. Okay. Ben's seen so many movies. He's seen stuff that hasn't like come out for years. Like, you're so ahead of like, the curve. I'm like 42, 43, something like that right now. I, I, I wouldn't say a lot of them were worthwhile. <laughs> like, are the numbers are the numbers worth it? I don't. I can't really say. I mean, in a time of quarantine, would you have been doing anything better, or did you have anything better to do? I probably would have been playing video games that were decent or better. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> So spoilers. So spoilers. <laughs> um, from here on out, spoilers for Palm Springs. With that, we're gonna get into spoilers. So spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So I, I. So as I told you guys, I knew it was a time. I had I didn't see the trailer, but I had it. I don't know. I got the time loop things was spoiled for me. But so what John was saying, I don't think it 
hurts the movie because best move that this movie makes is it starts you in the middle of the time loop with what's his face niles's character i think that's the best spin on this yeah because you get like you get the bit where like he's in the like he's walking up to miliotti's character like yeah. that that whole sequence is incredible and i i didn't know what was going yeah. on so i'm just like mm-hmm. it's like his, his, his this creepy dance and makes fucking so hammered. much sense now <laughs> <laughs> That's where I put it together. But it took like half of that for me to realize. I'm like, oh, he's already in the loop. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and there were there were lines like uh, Nana's like, oh, I've been to more weddings than you could ever imagine. Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Stuff like well, that. Uh, like, Nana is in the time loop. So yeah. I don't... So weird. Not only is she in it, but they left her in it. Well, I don't think she wanted to go. She gets to live forever now. Yeah, that's fair. She's, she leaves, she dies. That's super depressing. She old. At what point do you want to die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like they yeah, I feel like eventually she's going to want to die. Like, they should have been at least like, here's how you can get out it? when you're ready. <laughs> Grandma, see what you're going to want to do is steal some C4. And <laughs> <laughs> I also think the idea of having two people in it is great. And that mm-hmm. is novel as well. Well, more than two people. I mean, it focuses on two people. Like, like four people, no five, no four people, a goat, and some dinosaurs are in the loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one one of them being like an expert on the situation; the other is just like learning mm-hmm. about it as we go, which was great too. Like, and I think you know they the the way they sprinkle Simmons in is good too. Like, it's the perfect amount of carnage, and oh, his, then he also, yeah. but then he also gets a great little poignant scene. At the end, to, or his second to last scene, I guess. The last scene is being the minor post credits. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't. I watched the first 10 seconds of the trailer because I forgot you had warned us not to. And so what I saw mm-hmm. was just Andy Samberg taking an arrow to the back. So I was like, oh, we're getting another greatest oh. game movie? That's weird. I turned it off then. Oh. And then like, the loop started <laughs> happening. It's like, what is this? <laughs> it's like, oh, there was so much more to that trailer. The, the second, or the, 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 the when when Sandberg gets hit with the arrow, like Miliotti's reaction to <laughs> yeah. that is one of the best parts of the movie. Just like, what the fuck? And you just see him like limping <laughs> away. And, like... So the last part of that, she said something, and I replayed it three times because I couldn't understand, and I didn't because this was like the first time I used Hulu. I didn't have my captions on, so I went and turned the captions on. Only to realize that she was just saying WTF the entire time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was just saying so, so over the top that you just couldn't understand her. Which was just one of the few examples of how she was a gem of an actress in this film. But like that just reminds me, just to go off that really quick, the girl who plays Misty, Meredith Hagner or whatever, she just have random things of mm-hmm. Andy Samberg like messing with her and like it just doesn't make sense to her and she just has like what the fuck moments basically. It's like yeah. all yeah. her little reactions were so great and it's like just the smallest role but I loved her. But I refuse to believe it that Misty is a real person name. It is just a Pokemon trainer name slash gym leader and that's all I will accept. <laughs> The the best bit with her was like when he's mimicking her. Yes. And then when he's also when she's like, Are you fucking cheating on me? No. You're cheating on me, you goof. Like, yeah. That I this when I was the second time going through it, I was like, I need to just write down the best lines. Mm-hmm. And I was writing down something like every thirty seconds. Yeah. Like, Fuck, it's like one I'm, of my favorite lines was just like he's like, Yeah, no, I never think about the multiverse. <laughs> it's like 
<laughs> I agree. The uh, the mimicking scene was one of the best laughs of the movie. I think the best bit of the movie, though, is the uh, bomb and the cake. Oh, sequence, for sure. Though. Like it's like Boiled it, remi- again. it reminded me so much of like just Happy Death Day with the montage of her killing herself over and over again. Where you tried mm-hmm. to think of what the best one is, and it's like I feel like both of these <laughs> movies. One of my favorite things has like involves like planes. Because it's like she oh, she, was, di- or yeah. she jumps out of a plane without a parachute. And in this, they just randomly crash the plane accidentally. It was just such an amazing sh- like scene. <laughs> but yeah, the bomb takes the cake, I think. Uh, pun, pun intended, I guess. Not intended. Well, the other, pun. I, think, <laughs> I think one is another one that's not, it's like not the way the line is. It's just the way it's delivered is brilliant. Is after she's convinced that she's gonna, she's done the right thing, so she's <laughs> yeah. going to be fine. And then she just walks into his room. It didn't work. Life is meaningless. Want to get the yeah. fuck out of here? Like that? Oh, so good. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's a few good montages in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one with the slow motion dance sequence. or the, I guess it wasn't slow motion, but it was the... the, was, the that, was that an allusion to something? Like, I didn't know if that was supposed to allude to, like, Footloose yeah, or... I think it was just they made up a cool dance scene. And Why I, not put it with a dance scene in the middle and, of this movie? And the montage of J.K. Simmons just killing Sandberg. That was good. That was also, yeah. like, what? what's that smell? <laughs> I like the sexual exploits one the most. To be oh, art, a lot. It's like, with the, yeah, with she, the dad, she, or he like, jokes totally about doing something you. with her dad. Just like no, yeah. didn't. anyone else, your dad. What? <laughs> yeah, but like that's what. Just talking about that and the sexual thing where it comes back later where he slept with her or whatever. It's like I never mm. thought about it before with these movies, but it's like you never really think about messing with other people if that's ethically sound to do because it's like. Would you should you ask yourself in like a real situation where this would matter? Should, would I be okay with doing this to someone? And then if that's the case, maybe you shouldn't do it in a repeating scenario. It's like, is it taking advantage of people if they're never gonna know what happened or didn't even happen because time goes back? It's like this movie made me think about that, and then I was like, I don't want to have these thoughts, but at the same time, I was like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it did a really good job with all of that. I I think it handled those themes mm-hmm. really well. And like Sandberg did a great job of like being this apathetic. Yeah. Person. Like you can tell he's been there for a long time. <laughs> and I appreciated the the ultimate theme or message or the ultimate message, I think, that the answer to well, what's the point of all this if there's no meeting mm-hmm. and there's just like vast amounts of suffering like how are we supposed to survive and this idea that it's oh it's it's through our interactions and our relationships with each other that that we get through this that's what injects the meaning into it and that's what makes it worth living for i thought it did that really well and zach i'm interested to hear your thoughts because it's been a while since i've seen groundhog day and not as long but a significant amount of time since I've seen Russian Doll, but I remember both of those covering it like fairly well. But this one, maybe it's just I'm suffering from recency bias. But this one, just especially with the the dual focus on both these characters, I think I think they balance the experiences of both to show how they both needed each other really well. Versus in Groundhog Day, it was just from Bill Murray's perspective. And then in Russian Doll, they kind of introduced this other guy, but he was kind of, he still played 
a secondary role, I think, to Natasha Leon's character. Whereas in Palm Springs, no. Um, Niles and I forget Kristen's character's name. Sarah. Like, they were... They were both equally the main character of the story, I think. I would say the balance was definitely more Niles' story. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when Sarah leaves the story, she literally... I forgot what the exact line was, but she was like, Do, I don't want to live my life with some... And she makes some disparaging... He call, calls her a disparaging name before she jumps in front of the truck. But then we, it's like... She's like, well, why would I want to spend time with you... And then that's who we have to spend the rest of the movie with, basically, you know. And yeah, we have to learn why it's worth spending time with him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think they. I think the actor selling their change mm-hmm. was fine, but I don't think the the movie earned it. Like, for me, like I don't. I don't know. I didn't see their growth a whole lot, especially her character. Like, she gets montaged, and then she's like, "I solved it. Let's end the movie." Yeah. And she actually has, she's the one that has some actually fucked up shit to deal with. You know, like, she cheated on her, on her, with her sister's, well, her she future brother-in-law. Cheat, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, but you know, but, um, like. Betrayed. They really, they really just kind of magic that away. Like, she just yelled at him once in the shower and that was it. And like, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I wish well, they would have done the strongest into those feelings clearly more. had an effect on him. <laughs> yeah. All it needed was one yelling, one scolding. One her reaction to that too. It's like, oh, I'm such a terrible person. I, I don't do it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, like leaves him crying in the shower. <laughs> I thought her like the speech is well done and really effective, and I think would have been a really good capper to seeing her get there. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's this big twist that when we find out that she cheated or was was it a twist though like i kind of i knew it from the moment you heard someone in the shower and the first time she wakes up i mean i remember hearing the shower but i didn't put oh i for sure i did not assume it would i didn't hear the shower i heard someone talking i figured it was someone outside the room Mm. Mm. but as soon as i didn't hear the shower sister it's like i knew right away it's like mm -mm. Once she once she whispered to his sister, I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, here's where all this is coming from." Yeah, it's also like they could have shown us her sister being awesome instead of just like eighty people telling us how that awesome. That said, you know, like, that scene of her breaking her teeth is one of the highlight moments. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I this dentist glues teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's where I was kind of coming from, where it just felt like a little surfacey. Like, yeah. It, it kind of yada yada is the science stuff, which is fine. You know, it's, I don't need that to be explained or make sense. That's not mm-hmm. the point of it. But like, I don't even know. I don't even what was Niles deal even? You know, I don't I don't know. Like that that's I, his true. Deal that, was like, that he was too scared to have to involve change in his life again. That's and true. He was, yeah. Like he's this guy who got stuck in this place that he didn't want to be. And basically and he legitimately doesn't remember up. the real world so well anymore. <laughs> well, he remembers Fred. i think that hurts him a little i think that that it's like that's a great little way to show like how long he's been in there and they do pay lip service to like how uh misty is you know kind of dressing him down in the beginning Mm -hmm. that he was in some weird you know he was this guy but i don't know i just again i felt like they kind of just yada yada pretty quick to him feeling like yeah you know, it's like one visit to J.K. Simmons and 
oh yeah i can i don't know again this didn't really hurt the movie the visit for me to jk simmons was just him realizing that he needs someone else and so if he's going to be alone this whole time he's going to be miserable so it gave him Mm -hmm. the kick in his pants he needed to get out of there but does she come find him or does he find her what does andy samberg's character find her to get out yeah she comes to him though doesn't she she tells she him comes, she and comes then he's to like, him with i can't info. do it yeah and then she leaves to go do it and he he goes fine chases her, her down yeah, he goes to he goes he, 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 remember he convinces spud that yeah. he's his long lost son <laughs> yeah. yeah that was that was which great. again i feel bad because in this scenario then that spud happened there. doesn't it like yeah that's canon so now <laughs> spud's, spud's wondering where his son his long lost <laughs> yeah. son is gone <laughs> Man's life was already ruined from the looks of it. Now it's even worse. He's already missing a goat. <laughs> no, I feel like for you in that scenario, or for you with Andy Samberg's character, I kind of felt that way with Kristen Milotti's character on the day where she kind of just snaps. And like, it's like after we, it's you learn who she was sleeping with the um, soon-to-be brother-in-law, and then she kind of just snaps and doesn't want to be around Andy Samberg's character anymore, which I was like, I was so mad at her for being so cold in the car. But at the same time, it did give us a moment that I love so much where she goes up to the motorcycle. It's just like, I'm touching your motorcycle to the cop. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's just, I was so angry with her for some reason, which is stupid, but... Well, I do, and the the other bit that was great, too, is when she's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And he turns, and he's got, like, he's crying blood, like... <laughs> and then she starts laughing again. Yeah, it, there's just a lot of, a lot of time, like, even with her, you know, there they put so much time into the parents complaining about her yeah. to get across how we're supposed to view, feel about her, and... Uh, Again, little mm-hmm. quibbles that it, it se- separates it from being a great movie from a good one for me. I know this movie has definitely set like unfair expectations for myself now because now if I just have enough time, I can learn the answers to the universe. <laughs> but um, like I was thinking about that with this movie, I was like, well, what what would I do with myself if I was stuck in a loop like this? It's like, well, you couldn't really like I couldn't do drawing stuff anymore because it would just be a race the next day. So I was like, I'd <laughs> learn languages or something. And then I realized that's basically what this quarantine has been is or has been. I have all this time <laughs> in the world and I've done absolutely nothing with it. So maybe I wouldn't time. learn languages <laughs> after all. The perfect time for this movie to draw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually all, a lot of Niles is. Yeah, I actually <laughs> yeah. thought it was so serendipitous that they decided to release it during COVID because I'm sure that's what a lot of people are feeling. Even though it's not exactly, but that like it, but that line that Andy Samberg says at the beginning, yesterday, today, tomorrow, it's all the same or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, I imagine, from a philosophical sense, that's what a lot of Nile has probably think. But then also in a in a way that's actually deeply Niles, real. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Niles. <laughs> it's in his name. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what a lot of us have been feeling with COVID. So I, I did want. Uh, sorry, I it took me a while to find it, but my favorite quote is at the very end when they're ta- when they're walking in. Niles goes, "Where do you want to go on our first date when this for sure works?" <laughs> and she goes, "Your mom's <laughs> <Yeah>. house." <laughs> oh my he, god! He goes, "Okay, that was a mistake. Your mom's a mistake." <laughs> yeah. I kid you not, I wish you could see this, but you're not going to be able to read this. My iPad, my note is, I wrote down your mom's a mistake, and I wrote, did John write this movie? Because <laughs> just think about how you talk to Ben. <laughs> that was that was great. Fuck, that ben, just, just to clarify, though, I do indeed believe and hold true 
hold dear to the sentiment that your mom, your mom, just that flat. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth that I live by. Then. <laughs> when he's talking about the uh, the the couple, and it's like who don't look like siblings. <laughs> oh and yeah, then she just like snorts into her wine glass. <laughs> See, I was just like, we already just got this joke so much in Eurovision. It's like, what is it with all these siblings? <laughs> <laughs> Um, J.K. Simmons, we didn't really talk about him. Uh, like so he just good. comes in and out like a, yeah. a ball of like his like introduction is great. His montage is- of like I what's his name Roy. It's like Roy? D- don't party with Roy. I thought that was <laughs> one of the best um, segments of the movie for sure. Well, I love. He's just like uh, the uh, he's the Australian guy. He's got you know, he's got some. He's got some candy in his pocket, but he's not really willing to share. He just walks over. <laughs> you were right. Got him. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that reminds me, one of my favorite montages is the minute, is the one where they crash the wedding. And they're like, there's a bomb in the cake. Don't worry. I dealt with bombs in a former life or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they just role play this. I used to be a bomb guy. <laughs> that just reminded me, just speaking about all the montages, there was, what, what did the bartender say? She was giving him a hand job and she said something like, I killed someone in this car or something. Or like, I hit someone with this car. Yeah. It's just and like then, this yeah. offhand comment. Yeah. He'll never like, walk uh, again. Like, not only that, but he kind of, he, he reached his, yeah. what have you, yeah. right when she confessed that. <laughs> that I just yeah. thought was, oh my gosh. Come again? What was that you just said? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, the so... the Roy with Roy though I like the montage of him like hunting him down was fun, <laughs> quote unquote fun. Uh, but <laughs> but like after we got this, like it's okay, it, Zach. We talked about the hunt. We enjoyed the hunt. We can. It would have been cool like if he spoke to that a little bit more. Why he just wanted to kill? It. Like I don't know. Like again, that's one of those things that it plays as a really funny quick montage and bit but then they didn't dive into it deeper you know like what is the ethical conundrum of murdering somebody over and over again when you know it's not going to change it you know like well i mean they they dove into why he's doing this because he wanted him to suffer and yeah the reason he wanted him to suffer is because he's never gonna see his kids grow up he's never gonna walk his daughter down the aisle like i mean it was all they all went they went in well and they talked about they talked about especially in that conversation that they had when they were getting pulled over the idea that you can't like people still feel pain so just because it gets erased doesn't give you uh, a free reign to just do whatever you want to people you can't just hurt people uh with with no restraint or remorse I still just feel so bad that they left him in there. It's like, how did she even get a hold of him in the first place to offer the exit? But like, just the fact, it was weird because I was so sad for him. But at the same time, his character arc, like when it ended on him, he was so happy that they got out. Like when he realized that the Andy Samberg that was with him now was not the Andy Samberg character. He was actually happy for him, which made me feel pretty good. Well, I think because he knows how to get out. (laughs) Does he? Yeah, she it, told, it, him, she told that, him. Yeah, she. Yeah, they implied. Yeah. Oh, she I told just. Him. I thought she just told him that she could get him out, not that she told him how to do it. He no, said something he about like, like her plan. the plan. Yeah, the plan. Okay. Yeah, like that he knows the plan. Yeah. Oh no! I just I took that as hey, she told me there was a plan, and I'm here for it. <laughs> no, I, I. Oh, I took it as he knows how to get out. So okay. and I just love his like bartender and like. 
lots of alcohol, please. Yeah. Well, that's like, another reason why I thought he needed the alcohol because he needed to drown he got his left sorrows. Behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nana will guide him out. I I love like their last interaction. It's like, can you can you just kill me one last time? <laughs> yeah. That, that was really sick. good. <laughs> he just has him in the, the garbage can. bin with the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. What did you guys think about the ending then? Like, I thought for the longest time it was just going to be them, like, the bomb exploding and that was going to be how it ended and I was going to be so pissed. <laughs> oh, that would have been such But bullshit. at the same time, no, I'm glad. like, as soon as we saw the dinosaurs, I was like, is this, like, some Inception thing where it's like, are they really out? Do we know what's <laughs> happening? And, like, I was even, like, I looked at, she has this tattoo on her arm that's, like, a backwards question mark and I was like, what does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, the little the tattoo thing when they're tattooing yeah. each other was also great. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, I'm staying. But I'm like, staying does right that on actually <laughs> stay on them, or does it get erased? No, because that yeah, because they it, their their bodies reset. Yeah. It's like whatever they do to each other. I mean, it's like yeah, it's I mean, fair. Unless Sandberg has all kinds of arrow wounds and burns, like they. Well, I mean, it see. could be like Happy Death Day, where it's like very tra- like trauma in his body is very very bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should be dead, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's fair. I mean, his body would just, he would have no hair on him because he got burned alive in a pool. So, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I, I completely for That's a way to I go. I completely Jesus. negated Happy Death Day within this category as well. And I guess, I guess that points to the fact that the sequel wasn't good and you kind of ruined the first movie. No, the sequel is fine. I don't know. Like, get I'm surprised up, get you off forgot it because you love the main actress so much. No, she was amazing. And that movie was amazing too. And I think like that's a testament to the fact that I don't know. We've had now how many? We've had four kind of versions of this plot point or plot device and they've all been... I'm, I'm sure there yeah, are. Probably way but, more. But they, they've all been incredible. They've all been awesome. So... And yeah. I actually have not seen the original Groundhog Day, so it's on the list. It's it's decent. <laughs> if anything, Zach, to get back to what you were saying about J.K. Simmons, it, this makes me want to finally like bunker down and watch Whiplash. Whiplash, excuse me, just because like he's so memorable in Juno and as J. Jonah Jameson. And I also remember when I was younger and used to watch Law and Order. He was like the main like forensic Dude. psychologist there. And I'm so happy yeah. that he's come from that to being such a prominent and critically acclaimed actor. I'm in the same exact boat. I also haven't seen Whiplash, but I remember those Law and Order days. Doing? Like, How have you not seen Whiplash? It was it was I one of those movies that was so that critically acclaimed, I was like this isn't going to live up to it. Yeah, I'm surprised going off that sentiment because I had the same. I'm surprised I have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I I didn't love it as much as a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. Whiplash. But the I'm in the ending same of that movie is definitely one of the best 10 minutes of the last 10 to 20 years. Like, that movie ends, knows how to wow them in the end. <laughs> that movie fucking knows how to do it. All right. Like, it's crazy you just scroll, definitely watch it. scrolling it's, through it, his Wikipedia. He's got his own, watch like, this. page for performances. And scrolling through his film credits, like, he's been in so much. And then you get to Whiplash. And Whiplash is, like, its own page almost in terms of the level of uh, acclaim that he got for that. So, yeah, it's... It's crazy. 
he was in Jennifer's Body. I rewatched that this week. He was very funny in that movie. Was oh, he also yeah. in Sunshine Cleaning? Can't remember. I don't remember. I've only seen that movie once. Same here. Wasn't he the bad guy in Kung Fu Panda? Oh, this was this was Damien Chazelle. Sure. I need to watch all of Damien Chazelle. That was stuff. the one I didn't like. Kung Fu Panda. My life. phone kept going off in that one. I don't, yeah, I haven't seen the third one. Oh, I forgot he was in Veronica Mars. Oh, I need to see Veronica oh, Mars yeah. too. Ugh. We got anything else on Palm Springs? Um, just that this is the second best surprise dinosaur of the year. <laughs> what was the first best? I can't Spoilers. tell you. Yeah, yeah I don't want to spoil you. it for people. Is this something that yeah. I would actually watch? Yep. Yes. You'll get to it eventually, don't worry. Oh my god. Well, now I need to... Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the Mandalorian, isn't it? To... It's the Mandalorian, isn't it? Dang it. <laughs> it's the Mandalorian. <laughs> That's going to do it for Palm Springs. Next week, we're going to jump back into our flashbacks. I think we're in our last four of the year or so. Unless we make more. This will, Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that'll just be something yep. different. There'll be more, but... We'll, we'll maybe try to not make them flashbacks. We'll try to find some an interesting gimmick. But um, this one is John's pick of the Book of Eli. And if you've never seen the Book of Eli, uh, you'll have to watch the whole movie till the last scene to realize why it's John's pick, probably. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, that's got to be a big reason why, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not wrong. I mean, that's the only reason I've considered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a movie I mean, I Denzel Washington being I mean, Denzel Washington. Mila Kunis is also awesome. Oh, she is. <laughs> yeah. Gil- yeah, Gary, Gary Oldman Gary being also. amazing, too. Yeah. Book of Eli, a movie I don't think... Oh, I always think I liked it in my memory, but I don't think my score is very good for it. On I feel like I might be in the same camp. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to revisit this one. But um, yeah, Denzel, Mila Kunis, and Gary Oldman, apparently. Um... Zach, you gave it two and a half stars. Okay. Lauren, it doesn't have a score. That's because I haven't watched it in recent years. I can check IMDb I it, for it, though. I gave it three and a half. So, yeah, across the board there. John, are you a big fan of the movie, or you just want to discuss the movie? Um, th- there are some, some prominent moments in it that have stood out as deeply resonated cinematic moments for me. So there was... I, I will say. I guess there's like two big twists in this movie, aren't? Isn't there? Yeah, I. And I've it's also, like what the book of Eli is, and then I. I yeah, I'll, I'll, that, I'll, that was my thought on why John picked it. Yeah, yeah, that's but, everyone's. But it's, it turns out I, I'll cut this out. But <laughs> for the very end of the movie, what? I can't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I Ben. I was almost so yeah. angry for you on your behalf. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Zach, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middleofrow.com. Rate and review the podcast. It helps things, apparently. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. If we're pointing out stuff in my our backgrounds, I just want everyone to acknowledge Sam Neill that I photoshopped into this image rather poorly. But um, <laughs> I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middlerow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. 
go watch the Book of Eli. The, or just Book of Eli. I think it is the, the book. book. Okay. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road.